0: I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing, you don't listen,
1: I know where you live. Yeah, boy, straight to Dome. What, what, nobody home. Bad Boys Podcast coming at you, randomly rants on all these movies. I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always.
0: Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett.
1: And running out the posse.
2: Tony, a.k.a. MCP.
1: What is going on, fellas? Yo,
2: happy Tuesday!
1: Happy Tuesday, indeed, man. Hey, but we, really quick, we got to start off, man, with some terrible news mm. that happened last uh, last week when, mm. when uh, Harley texted me. Mm. He said, "You read the news?" And I was like, "Oh, obviously mm. somebody mm. died," and mm. you know, and um, uh, it was sad. I mean, to hear that the five dog from Tribe Quest at forty five passing yeah. away.
0: Yeah, he was not an old man. Um, I had known, if you watch the documentary, mm-hmm. um, it <clears throat> gives you a little insight that he was having some health issues, um, related to diabetes. Drinks a lot of, drinks a lot of soda, so they call him Dr. Pepper. Um, so he, he had diabetes. Fucking diabetic. Like, yeah, when he was like 20 or something like that. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, uh, a lot of the, um, touring they did in the late 2000s kind of getting back together without actually releasing any material was largely from what i understood um due out of necessity because he needed the money for his medical so um yeah i mean it's not like totally out of left field in the sense of you know he he'd been having health issues um but yeah obviously his um uh what what tribe did for um hip hop and the music business as a whole in the 90s is um certainly um it was certainly, uh, you know, historical and classic. I've,
1: absolutely my very first hip hop album I bought was Midnight Marauders. I still remember yeah. going to Oceanside's pawn shop and my dad buying me a CD player because I wanted a little portable CD player. Mm. And uh, we went in there and they had a portable CD player, a little case logic, it's a little sloth mm. for a couple of CDs and sure enough, at pawn shops you can always find a bunch of hip hop albums. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I remember buying Too Short, Get It, Get In Where You Fit In. Oh, well, Salt and Pepper. Um, I think of Fush Nickens album. Just anything I can get my hands on, just so I can have CDs, you know? Mm-hmm. And one being Tribe Clock Quest of Midnight Marauders. And I, I could say easily I, that changed um my way of like just listening to music and hearing um beats and hearing, uh, actually paying attention to the lyrics. You know, when I was a kid, you would just kind of listen to a beat and be like, cool. But, 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 but something with with hip hop and rap, it was like, you would listen to verses and you would, you would remember them and remember them and you would recite them, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then, you know, find out, Tribe was universally loved by everybody, which was which was amazing. You know, just seeing all the love coming out for um, for Tribe and uh, for Fife uh, after you know um, he passed mm-hmm. away it was amazing to see. And uh, I sent a video link. I don't know if you guys saw that with the weatherman giving tribute to him, the traffic reporter. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you watch that? No, uh, I didn't. I never oh, oh okay. Oh, okay. He, we should play it in the background, um, and you can hear it. It's pretty. It's pretty phenomenal. Mark standing was more
3: on this and the impact with. Well, team traffic mark yeah this rush hour coming with more hits than the braves or the yankees Fred will <laughs>
1: tour with mark mckay
3: my man going each and every place with traffic tracker two in his hand mark mckay are things ludicrously speedy or infectious with the slow-mo
0: oh my god that's cool i'm telling you
3: 85 is stacked and packed now heading into midtown atlanta fred with a crash out the 400 tell your mother tell your father send a telegram, send a
0: telegram.
2: sometimes the definition of traffic comes sideways and straightways right now mark here is taking a look at trouble on the south side, Mark.
3: Yeah, we had a report of trouble on the south side on I-675 on his way to check out that issue. Mark McKay's track record's longer than a DC-20 aircraft. <laughs> Mark McKay, do that, do that, do do that, that, that. <laughs> oh, Mark, <laughs> we're on point, Fred, absolutely. Seeing extra delays in from Stone Mountain Freeway, Highway 78, one for the treble, two for the base. You know the style, Mark McKay. Time to flip this. You can get updates uh, for traffic anywhere you want to go, New York, Sports. NJ, NC, VA, or of course, follow us on Twitter. It's at WSV Traffic. That's awesome. I yeah. mean, how
1: phenomenal was that? That was, that was so great. good. Huh? For sure. That guy got so many hits on Twitter. Uh, people invite him to barbecues and stuff. <laughs> he said after that, "Oh, how brilliant was that, though, right?" That yeah. Cool. Just, just, that just cool. to see that, you know. Um, it was so cool. And then, like Kendrick Lamar was in Australia, and he had a, like all eighteen thousand fans chanting. He'd, he'd say "Fife," everyone say "Dog," and everyone had their cell phones up and lighters, which is really cool. Mac Miller was saying he was going to drink a Dr Pepper for him, and and just seeing all these people coming out, like I don't know if any of these new rappers can get will get anything like that. You know what I mean? It's too soon to say, but I mean he was just universally loved, and just people's lyrics. There's a show I watched on ESPN, his and hers, and they were starting. Um, and I've known Michael Smith, one of the hosts, like for Always Loving Tribe, and even mentioning lyrics, and they actually had Fife on there like uh, last year, and uh, he started he started with some rhymes before, you know, he's like. If, if, if you don't go up to any, if you go up to anybody and you can say, can I kick it? You know? Oh no, it's like, are you on point tip? And if somebody doesn't reply all the time, if, I, if someone doesn't reply to that, it's like, N- they can't be your friend. You, you can't talk to them. You can't, you know? Everybody knows that. It was pretty funny. Um, so yeah, so I grew, like I said, I grew up in midnight and then went back and listened to the other ones. And I still remember this day when we, when we, right when we got into New York, Harley, what did I say? Mm-hmm. What was the first thing I said to you? What did, what did well, I listen, say?
0: We got to put on tribe. We got to bump tribe.
1: You got to put to tribe, man. and. And uh, and I was playing Tribal that day that day, you know, when I heard and uh um just this just, just little things like that I'll remember, you know, like when we pulled up to New York and listening to it, or me listening for the first time and um and just listen to the five foot assassin and I actually seen him in Narnia. Yeah. At a, at a
0: rave. Like like in spitting distance, like right
1: there. Seriously. Really
0: small, like dirt stage, like yeah. super intimate. I, I don't even think
1: I we did we know he was gonna be there? You know, I almost
0: wonder if we didn't.
1: No, I don't think we did because it, you know it was always like all secretive. It was just like an invite, and you got there, and that was that it. Is, you know, might be right. Um, so I remember wandering around and going, and then there's and then like um, some guy started rapping. I look, I'm like, holy shit, that fucking 5 firefly from fucking drop. Like, are you kidding me right now? I was losing my shit. It was awesome. You know. So I'm lucky to see him one half of the tribe. I know you guys. Yeah, see I
0: I was fortunate enough to see him in uh, San Diego Street Scene. I looked it up. It was 2004 when I saw him.
1: Is there a video on YouTube? Uh,
0: I don't know. I just looked up like uh, I just looked up Tribe Called Quest San Diego Street Scene. So it popped up. They uh, they uh, the Black Eyed Peas played before them. Is that the one where Fergie
1: Peter pants? Uh, I have no idea. Oh, there's pictures of her like uh, <laughs> that. She had a uh... Piss her pants on that street scene. Yeah, I don't know. So, um,
0: which that was, you know, musically one of my more memorable um, uh, events for sure. Because by 2004, I was already like the freakish fan. Um, you know, I was an adult. I was already getting into DJing and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. One of my, I think, most memorable moments was uh, I ditched school to buy Beats, Rims, in Life. <laughs>
1: nice. So
0: it, was, it was. I was in Jefferson there, so I was like 15, 16 years old. Yeah. And I was After like... After
1: six years, the tribe reunited oh, in San Diego, August 27, 2004, courtesy of Street Scene. Yeah. Holy shit. Harley, we have to see him. He's the only tall dude there. Yeah, where, were you, right. where were you standing at, dude?
0: Uh, I was kind of in the middle, if I recall.
1: Okay. Man, if we um, see him, that would be so crazy. There's only 151 views. That's oh, crazy. Wow, That's crazy. Oh, wait
0: a second. I'm minded just seeing myself. Shut it, up. It's... What part? Oh, my gosh. I think I did too. It, it is me at,
2: at 7 mark? It's
0: well, At Well, it's 7 seconds. It is me because I can see Matt Levine right in front of me.
2: Oh my gosh!
0: It's Harley. Yes. <laughs> what? Is, awesome. Yes. There he is. fight at seven there seconds. He
1: is. Seven seconds. Pause is that dude, shit. There's
0: a dude with There's his right really, hand up in the air, and I'm yes. right. Head. And Matt Levine
1: yes. is in front of me. That is fucking awesome. There you go, Tony. You're fucking fine, dude. Nice Proof that Harley was there. In case you didn't think he was a super fan. And you knew they were going to be there, huh? Oh, yeah. Of course. That's, That's like, why I went. That's yeah. the only reason I went to Street Fuck, team. I wish I would have went. Damn. It was... Look at fucking young ass Harley. Dude, I paused that shit right now. You see it, Tony? Right at the um... seven second mark. You Pause that shit. He's right there. <laughs> Looking okay. lost as hell, too. That guy? Let's see. Uh No, you're pointing at the wrong dude. He said
2: like the guy's right hand up in the air and he's right behind him.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, it circled. Yeah, I have it circled. Okay, I can't why can I blow up that picture? Oh, here we go. Yep, that's him. <laughs> Is that so crazy? I did did recognize yeah. Harley
2: without the, ha- the hair on his broke. head.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's just like really, really short hair. Short hair.
2: <laughs> that's funny. Shit. All right, we, we got to talk about it. Shit. Oh,
1: let's see if we can find it. Dude. There you go. I, I do I always find that shit. Like I'm glad Tony found it cuz I'm always like Every time like I'll look up videos, and, and, and Tony can tell you too, I'll be yeah. looking up videos, and I go, hey, I found us at Comic-Con. And he'll be like, how the fuck did you find us? I'm like, dude, I'll just be random looking up videos, and then boom, there you go. And then there'll be Tony right there next to me. Oh, that is awesome. And then I think it pans back to you again, Harley, right? Uh, I don't I know. like 36, Mark, was going back that's, that way.
2: All right, well, that's going six, up on... Um, I think.
1: Oh, I might be in there. That is fucking nuts. It even says Roadrunner Time Warner Cable on the top.
0: Well, it's interesting. I mean, back in 2004, you know, it's not everybody had cameras on their phones, yes, GoPros, all that kind of shit. You know what I mean?
1: It's like a little handheld video?
0: I, I don't know. Dang 12 years ago. Oh, That's
1: fucking amazing.
0: Yeah, so...
1: Like I said, man. Yeah, you know, rest in peace for sure. Absolutely, we got to end the episode with a.
0: What's your, yeah. favorite,
1: your favorite lyrics?
0: Industry rule number four thousand and eighty. I come to people are shady, so kids watch your back because they think they smoke crack. I don't doubt it. Look at how they act.
1: I should have known. I've
0: it's a gra- it's that the that. greatest hip <inaudible> hop lyric of all time.
1: Yeah.
2: What the hell? You familiar did he with you their
1: music, Tony? I don't understand a word. You just... <laughs> <laughs> I did like the widest if not, version of be. all if, time. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. If not, you should be. It's like... uh It's definitely... uh Definitely... uh Girl, let me hit from the back. I won't catch a hernia. Bust another seat of your couch. Now you got Siemens furniture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of my favorites, like, the one that I was remembering and I was like so happy that I could re- remember a verse was like, by the way, my name's Malik, the five-foot freak. Let's say we get together by the end of the week. She simply said, no, label me a hoe. I said, how you figure it? My friends, my tell, friends me so. tell me so. Hey, when <laughs> silly groupies want to wonder? Yeah, word of God, son. I don't get down like that. I'll have you weak in the knees that you can hardly sleep or we could swing another weapon. Oh, shit. I fucked it up. Yeah, ah, we can ah. swing an Uncle
0: Ellen's back L. in the Jeep or something like that, yeah. yeah. Keep it on the down, yo. We keep it discreet, cause I'm not the type of kid to keep my biz in the streets. Yep.
1: Oh man, I'm like Jordan on the mic, you want to gamble? Yeah, man. So yeah, Tribe, like I said, like all all big hip hop groups, man, lost a major player, and it's it's uh, it's weird, you know. NWA, Beastie Boys, it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. But mad respect to Tribe Called Quest, one of my favorite, easily my favorite hip hop groups of all time, easily. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Always oh, was me. Yeah,
1: man. So, what's a piece, five Dog, man? <laughs>
0: yeah, and that's just young. I mean, that's not... You shouldn't be they, talking they still
1: owe... Remember, they still owe the record company one more album. Yeah, that's right. They owe Jive one more record. Yeah. Uh, I remember when the new one came out, people were like, oh, man, this not is good. Well,
0: I, if, I loved it. it I yeah, it. Liked- I mean, if you go back to the love movement, it was already... It was... You know, they basically recorded it while they were breaking up. And you can really feel... Um, it's like two. There's like half of it is Q-Tips album, and the other half is Fife's album. Yeah, and it it feels very disjointed. And I, I think that was sort of the the strength of Tribe for so many years was it was going back and forth. You know, you on point Fife, you on point Tip. you know, it's like it's stuff like that that they made so famous. Um, and I think that chemistry was lost in the love movement um, minus the pad, and the pen, which is a brilliant song on the love movement. And, and um, yeah, I mean, you know, sort of the, the, a lot of the original, you know, people that love midnight marauders and, and low end theory <clears throat> saw it as, you know, not selling out, but p- way past their prime. And, and you could certainly argue that, but, Pat and the Pen is a brilliantly produced track um with really good lyrics and musically it was very inspiring. So that would all that was one of the songs that would always go on a greatest assist for me and tribe mm-hmm. that was off the love movement. So mm-hmm. um Oh I hear it in the background. Mm-hmm. So Um But obviously Midnight Marauder, Low End Theory, are Historical and and I argue, beats rhymes in life is really really good too. Um, it it yeah, it's a little edgier. It's a little more. Um, they wanted to show that they you know gangster rap was super super getting super super popular. So they wanted to show that they could you know curse. It wasn't all about you know um, super peace love and prosperity kind of thing. And then, um, people's Existence of travels and the path of rhythm is, uh, is, it's a very good PG 13 hip hop album. It's, it's like they're teenagers when they recorded it, you know, um, Beneath Apple Bomb, you gotta put me on the pubic enemy. I mean, these are songs <laughs> that I you listen it? to. I, yeah. I mean, it's mm. the song that album shows its age. Um, it's, it's, it's immature, you could argue, um, low in, I guess I'm just going through the discography, so, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. every song, every, um, it's all brilliant from, yeah, me.
1: I mean, you've, you, you know, you had your phase of hip hop and you like, you know, you like, woo, you like, you know, you like, uh, yeah, I was a big members fan. And, yeah, 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 but uh, try was always like,
0: try was always, that's always one thing we always really, really yeah. enjoyed, you know, yeah, absolutely, yeah.
1: God, I just remember like I think we played the relaxation, Electri- was it, when we got to New York? Yeah, I think we played. Yeah. yeah. I still remember like and- driving like on those like that bridge and seeing the huge tall buildings. Yeah. It. it was like, oh shit, it looks like tourists.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can imagine back in the days when that album was new. You know. Uh-huh. Being in sort of a part of that culture and Yeah. If you could be if you could stay out of trouble. Um, you know, we'll talk about menace to society.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, <laughs> that's, the, that's the extra credit for this weekend. It's an, uh, inter-
0: it's an interesting parallel. I mean, that movie came <laughs> out, you know, around the same time that Tribe was rapping about, you know, uh, peace and love kind of thing. So, um, and there was a whole movement. Tribe wasn't the only, you know, yeah, you had De La Soul and... They're the Junkers. native tongues. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but, um, Yeah. So anyways, yeah, it's 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 uh it's sad. I, I think everybody, all the tribe fans were always just had this glimmer of hope that they would of course. release one. Absolutely you know, they would get back together and make another album. I wasn't gonna lie and say that I didn't I didn't, you know, wish for the day of it happening. So uh-huh. um So
1: yeah, wh- one guy tweeted was saying he's like uh I remember playing uh one of their albums at my at my friend's dad's house and uh, he liked it so much he kept the tape he, we never got it back <laughs> <laughs> he was like that was a try for you you know but uh, yeah man like you know I'm sure like Q-Tip Jerobe Ali Shaheed Muhammad you know Yeah, all think about them and uh, yeah man it's just a bummer but you know music always lives on which is great and um, you know just like Q-Tip was a smooth one he was the real hype you know hype one you know Mm-hmm. Um, they're just great yin and yang. And, uh, I was just watching in one video where the, it's all, oh my god. And they're like in a liquor store, almost kind of like bad boys. They're like getting something to eat. And then, uh, they're about to walk, they're about to, you know, get on the top of the back of the truck and start rapping. And there's that, like, Indian dude, like, kind of just like bad boys, but he's like rapping. He's like, hey, what are you guys doing outside? We're shooting a video. He's like, oh man, I'm busy being the place to be in the place to be. Say like, I can rap. And then they start laughing like, nah, man, it's good. It was just cool seeing that, like, little, like video, like like almost like a little mini movie with them in the liquor store, and then walking out, and then uh, and then seeing Bust on top of that building, screaming, "Oh my god!" <laughs> just just brought me back to like, God, hip hop was like fun then, right? It was just kind of, I'll say, light. Some of
0: it was, some of it was. I mean, yeah. you know, you certainly had Dre and Snoop and Tupac yeah. rapping about, you know, <laughs> what we see in menace society, basically. <laughs> yeah, um, but it wasn't all bad. Right. So, yeah, he'll be missed. For and, sure. And, uh, it'll, just, I think it certainly puts a kibosh on the idea that maybe one day they'll make another album because it ain't going to happen now.
1: So. Yeah, man. So. Anyways. All right. We're right along. So there's a couple of movies that came out this week and, uh, how did one in particular do, Harley? So I won't
0: even give you the, you know, I, let's skip the top five, you know, okay. um, do we really need to see the top five? Although, interestingly enough... Um, oh, Tony like, had
1: a lot invested in three and four, So, but go redhead. You know, you want to be that way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tony. Um, uh, that Divergent series movie?
1: The hell? Those are still around?
0: Yeah, they keep shitting them out. Um, they released one last week, and it uh, it's made uh, $46 million, which I don't think is what they were hoping it was going to make. Um, it doesn't have a budget, so, um, I don't What see. number is that? Uh it was, like, number... number five. Uh, okay, Mir- good
1: thing we're not talking about all the other ones, then.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Did you just say that?
0: <laughs> well, no, I was just kind of... It's an interesting, uh, you know, it's, it's like, f- number four or five on the franchise, so... I mean, shit, Deadpool's still in the top ten. There you go. uh um,
1: said that's the third highest rated, or, um... Highest grossing R-rated film? I think it, I think worldwide it's the highest. Oh, it is?
0: I think so. I think I read something that said. It beat
2: The Matrix for number one R-rated yeah. movie. Yeah. Oh,
0: worldwide. it beat
1: the, oh, so it's, it is the now? Yeah, yeah,
0: worldwide. I don't think it is domestically.
1: Not domestically, reason, no. I think, but yeah, no. I don't know World what Worldwide it beat The Matrix? Yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: shit.
0: Yeah. Or it's not the first Matrix. I think it's the second one. Uh so, anyways, uh, my big fat Greek wedding two came out this uh, week. There you go. Just to get crushed by Zootopia <laughs> and uh, Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice made opening weekend domestically one hundred and sixty-six million dollars.
1: You think they're hoping for more?
0: I, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I think I remember reading something. They were, they were. Th- People were guessing 170, 175, or something like that. So it broke a bunch of records for March. And, um, that's crazy
1: how all these new movies just keep breaking records.
0: Well, it's because these tickets costed. Oh, I just fucking ninja kicked my goddamn. (laughs) (laughs) I just went, I just fucking straight right crossed it. Um, Anyways, friend, take it easy. Uh, yeah, the ticket prices are so goddamn expensive. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I was just talking to Tony. It's like this movie cost $250 million to make. Mm. And Tony played it out. <sighs> Excuse me. I oh, bore myself. <laughs> <That's boring> myself.
1: <laughs> Click. That's the smartest thing Harley's ever said on the podcast.
0: There's a lot there's just so many people involved in these films and making yeah. them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, $250 million. I I read somewhere, I don't know, Fonzo, did you read any statistics on like how much money the studio had to make in order to break even on this movie? They were printing money. I I read something like the movie has to make like seven hundred and fifty million dollars. Just to break even because they spent so much money on marketing.
1: Like, why though? It's fucking Batman and Superman. Like, do you really have to put it on cereal boxes and Dorito chips and everything? Like- yeah, but sh- I mean, look, it worked for fucking Star Wars. No, people were going to see Star Wars regardless if there was a trailer, picture, anything. You would just put Star Wars on title. People were going to go see it.
2: Yeah. They didn't have
1: it. Didn't have to be on oranges and bottled water. Yes, the <laughs> the
0: the you know your demographic is going to go see it. But like for instance, perfect example: the next door neighbor Clancy, his daughters visiting for the week, right? Their kid, her kids are on spring break. Shout outs to them. Yeah, shout outs to Clancy. Do they listen to the podcast. No, of course I'll not. Fuck them, Ben. Fuck them. <laughs> 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 the kid is four. Yeah, and her and his. Other brother, his it's a four and a six-year-old. She took him to go see the movie. Oh. A four-year-old and a six-year-old, she went to take to go see this two-and-a-half-hour-long movie. She, now, you haven't reviewed it yet, but would you take your four- and six-year-old to go see this movie?
1: It's pretty scary in some parts. It's pretty violent. Um, that's kind of what I was thinking.
0: So, like, the closest thing to rated R you could get kind of thing.
1: Well, probably there's a rated R cut. So. Yeah,
0: the DVD or whatever. So, anyways, um, yeah, interesting. I mean, I, I would bet money that if they didn't market this movie to the level that they did, that she wouldn't have been taking her four- and six-year-old out to see this movie.
1: Yeah, they he see wasn't, Batman, Superman. Let's go. Yeah, still, yeah, exactly. But even – I don't think they – you know, it's like some people that take kids to see Deadpool. They don't even know, you know? Well
0: yeah they Don't If the Ooh, marketing Marvel? is good oh, like, enough let's go. Yeah,
1: yeah but, If the You have marketing. him sitting in a chair At the movie theater You can sit on him You know sit on his lap Like Santa Claus mm. And you're like Oh look this is another superhero movie Let's go see Deadpool You know People at the, uh, the ticket stand is the ones that Should warn him Like hey this is rated R <laughs> Yeah you know? So But so uh, anyways the uh, yeah. guys Before I review it um, Were you guys fans Of Man of Steel I did I did enjoy it Okay Yeah you know, it wasn't, like,
0: great, but, yeah, I did enjoy it. I liked it a lot. It would, I don't know. I'd probably end up giving it a high buy that for a dollar. I think I've seen it twice all the way through. Gotcha. So,
2: what about you, Tony? Yeah, I remember enjoying it, but I don't remember much of it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I, when I, going into the new one, I was like, man, I should watch Man of Steel. I didn't get a chance to, but I watched it today, and, uh, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed watching it. I was like, huh, that's, uh, because in the new one, so takes place, you know, like afterwards. It says, fearing the act, fearing that the actions of Superman are left unchecked, Batman takes on the Man of Steel while the world wrestles with uh, what kind of hero it really needs. So it's directed by Zack Snyder again. This this time we have Ben Affleck as Batman and Henry Cavill returned as Superman. And it's a big thing, right? Batman v Superman. It doesn't say Batman versus Superman. Dawn of Justice. So everyone's hoping to see a Man of Steel sequel and uh, – this one ain't it because you got Batman first on the title. Mm. And uh, DC is trying to catch up with Marvel, like really bad. Yeah. And they don't really need to, you know. I don't know why they felt like they rushed to. Because the movie, there's a lot of stuff that's forced and, and rushed, you know, that kind of hurts it. Um, but but um, other than that, I, I enjoyed it. I had, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I mean, does it have problems? Yes. Yeah. Some people are going to get annoyed by Jesse Eisenberg. But, you know, if you found him. To be douchey and as Mark Zuckerberg, you know, in The Social Network, and I mean, he's cast for a reason, right? Um, You know, he can be really—he played. What did uh? How did Kellen say it way back when when he was referring to somebody? He plays the most perfect asshole. Is that how you said it? Didn't he phrase it something like that? Yeah, Uh, yeah. Um, So yeah, so you got that. Okay, so. A lot, a lot, of everywhere I've been reading and and watching reviews, people absolutely love Ben Affleck as Batman, and I have to have to agree. I'm up there with them. Um, It's Bruce Wayne and Batman. In the very beginning, you see him on ground on the ground floor with the destruction from Man of Steel, with the buildings destructed, and he's calling his friend who's at a building, kind of like one of the Wayne buildings or something that he owns. He's trying to get his friend out there. She's getting fucking destroyed. And you remember, that? Like, god damn, that's the craziest scene in Man of Steel. I mean, shit gets fucked up, right? Yeah. And um, so you see him um, trying to save uh somebody. He's trying to save his friend. Right when all that shit started coming down, he's running right through the pile. And he's fucking yoked up, man. You, you've seen the pictures, I'm sure, man. motherfucker got big for the movie. Mm-hmm. And um, he's there saving a the little girl. And she's like, he's like... Uh, Hey, where, where, you know, where's your mom? let find your parents. And she turns around, quickly points at the building. You look at the building, that building's not, it's, it's, you know, it's half gone. It's half, like half the building's gone. And you're like, oh, and you, he's got this look full of rage. And you're like, oh shit. He, you know, he's pissed. So you kind of, you know, they kind of lead into that. And then it goes 18 months later. Um, and they're trying to, um, they have a statue of, um, Superman, you know, from saving the world. So people still don't know what to make of him. And, um, so it kind of goes from there. Introduction of, um, of Lex Luthor. And um, and what's what's cool about this Batman? Because you got uh, Jeremy Irons playing Alfred, and their relationship really works. It's kind of uh, he's kind of like this smart, like a snarky. He's drinking alcohol. He's talking to him, and he's kind of like joking with him and stuff. So it's really cool. Because remember, this is like a weathered Batman. He's been around for a long time, and uh,
0: he's so know, this is the. I mean, cinematic universe wise, this is the same Batman that Christian Bale played.
1: I don't. Think so? I don't. They don't lead. I mean, they, they, there's a past of you know. There's, honestly, there's nothing that like um that that uh. So that. So it is Hollywood implying
0: that this is a different Batman? So
1: that's the thing. It doesn't really. Cl- it's not really clear because this the that's thing. thing. You, you you throw in Batman in this movie, right? And you still want to do it's like a semi sequel to Man of Steel, you know? And then you're introducing the Justice League characters in Wonder Woman, it's like. The first half is probably like Zack Snyder's work, you know, and it's, it's really well. And then you got the studio meddling, meddling with it and, and, and put in their two cents. And, uh, it can become, you know, kind of jarring. If then they introduced, um, Doomsday. You know, if you guys have never seen the trailer, he shows up. It's no big spoiler. Um, yeah, I knew then, he's in there, but I don't yeah. know, like, what he looks like. I haven't watched all the yeah,
2: trailers. I haven't seen anything.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It's probably better because there's some scenes, action scenes wise. Character wise, that t- that show up cameos that the trailers totally fucking spoil, mm-hmm. and uh, it would be a lot better if you saw it while you're watching the movie. Well, oh, interesting. It worked, really? It would work. It would work a lot better. Like I still got excited when I saw it. You know, even though I saw the trailer, because um, I guess it's just it's hard um when like if you know we we do movie podcasts and we review stuff that it's hard for us not to read movie news. You know, especially a lot of the feeds that I follow. You know what I mean. I'm constantly seeing you, so to, to me, it's like, it's my own fault if I saw a trailer, if I saw these major, you know, major parts, but it doesn't, it seems like, uh, the studio was like, we gotta give them all, we gotta give them this character, we gotta give them this character, we gotta, you know, show them this and this and that. So it's like, they got, they got the characters, you know, why, why the rush, you know what I mean? Take your time, like, if Marvel took their time, you know? We well, but this we the this problem
0: movie, is is they're like four movies into the right. Avengers, they're playing catch up. Right, but let I mean,
1: them yeah. slow down though. Let them get us fatigue of that, and then give us this but, new stuff. But you know they're I
0: mean? not. The people keep making money. I mean, they keep. I mean, every year we have a new Marvel movie. At right. least one Marvel it movie doesn't help. And so they Ford continue to make fuck tons of money. Yeah. So they're yeah. like, we want a piece of this fucking superhero
1: pie. People? I know, but they have like one of the biggest of the of this of the superheroes, Batman. You know, and that motherfucker always makes money. Yeah, but ironically,
0: Batman has had this resurgence now. Obviously, I'm talking about the Christopher Nolan Batman universe, which took over ten years to and you know completely finish was the least superhero it's nothing like what marvel's done with their right, movies. Right, right. yeah it's, it's very it's very on, very on a, a whole earth. new their dramas their 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 you know their character films. it's like
1: a heist movie with with a couple of superheroes in there
0: yeah right? they're not marvel has done a fabulous job of appealing to fucking 12 year old to 22 year old and everybody in between.
1: What's well, always like you said too before? where like it's hard to relate with Superman because he's an alien, right? Or you're yeah. thinking you've always found him. There's always something that kind of just uh, was hard for you to relate to him, or something you'd always say. Yeah, right?
0: he's not human. He, he's superhero. He's a god. Right. Plain and simple. Right. You know, it everybody sense. likes
1: Batman. So, well, and and I, see, you know, and see yeah. Batman in this. You know, riding his Batmobile, kind uh-huh. of bat and shit. Mm-hmm. You know. But then when he fights, dude, when he fucking shit up, it's like you guys ever play Arkham Asylum, any of the Batman games?
0: I played the first one for a little bit, but I got bored very quickly.
1: You Tony.
2: Yeah, just a little bit.
1: Okay, you ever you ever have fun playing doing those combos? We can take on ten guys. Oh yeah, no,
0: easily... I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, does he have a lot of hand-to-hand
1: combat in it? He's got the best hand-to-hand combat. Oh. in Any of the Batman movies? Right on. Wow, I'm, t- cool. I'm talking about any of them, and that's hard for me to say because I'm a huge fan of '89. You know. But there, he's fighting one guy, right? You know, or he punches him once. You know mm. what I mean? He's very—he can't move that much. This one, he's fucking busting combos, breaking necks, breaking bones, stabbing fools. Some dude comes right behind him and shoots him point blank in the back of his head. He's just like, "What the fuck, are you crazy?" And just crap, you know? And just fucking brutal. It is fucking so. Let me amazing to watch. It's like, oh, this month, this is fucking
0: Batman right here. Let me ask you this because the, the movie's coming under flack for how batman is kind of being like the most brutalist batman here like he i don't know if he kills people in it and maybe it's spoiler alert but um like obviously the batman character has historically been about not using guns about you know doing everything he can not to kill people i mean look in the in the dark knight it's it's this big deal when he's got the joker and um, I mean, he does everything he can to hold on to the Joker in 1989.
1: I mean, People he's gotta, not, yeah, they got to squash that because he's he's killed before in the comics and. and
0: in fact, well, yeah, but I think the movie universe, like all the all the
1: Joker's henchmen that he's shooting at with his batwing, I'm pretty sure those motherfuckers are dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Boy Scout in all his movies. You know what I mean?
0: No, I agree, but. It, from the Yeah, this one he's of, just way uh, more this brutal. One he's-
1: like this, just so there's a guy. He there's some fucking criminal. He brands him with a fucking Batman logo on his chest. Right? He goes to jail. That dude gets fucked up. You know, and it's kind of like saying like and, and and Superman doesn't find like oh that's not justice. You know what I mean? But he's like hey, you know what I mean? If not, if I'm not gonna kill him, but you know he go to jail. You know, and people know look he got banned. Obviously he's a bad person, and 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 uh, let the other criminals take him out. Um, but this one, like I said, he's just like, he's been around the block for a long time, and there's one cool scene in the, uh, inside the Batcave, there's Robin's costume, you know, and it says, a joke's on you, Batman, and it's spray painted, you know, obviously from the Joker, and obviously he killed him, so that's a little thing you get in the, in the Batcave, so, obviously he's like, he's lost his parents, he's lost Robin, so he's just like, you know what, fuck this, fuck these criminals, you know what I mean? He's just, he's just, things had it, you know, so, it's a different take, but I didn't seem to mind I mean, I think, I thought it worked. I thought, uh, Ben F. I guess Bruce Wayne worked. I thought, um, I thought when he was Batman, you know? They, t- they, what's really cool was a little part where Alfred just did a little, little, little simple thing where he's in the Batcave and he's working up with this voice modulator. He's talking to it. So it explains why he would talk with a deep voice, you know? Mm-hmm. So nobody recognizes him while he's talking normal as Batman. They're like, hey, you just kind of like, so, like, you know? They, 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 they cover that up, which is kind of cool. Um. Yeah, so I just wish I would have seen a little more Superman Superman. That would have been cool. You know? Like I said, it's not a Man Man of Two Man of Steel Two sequel. Um or Man of Steel sequel, yeah. Um it's just this like Justice League, you know, movie to to get started with the Justice League and then they um they introduce some of those characters and it's funny. Some- well they're
0: gonna make I mean there there's no reason they're gonna do just like Marvel, where all these characters are gonna get to get their own standalone films. We're gonna have Ben Affleck in a new Batman film where he's you know all by himself. We're gonna get a, I'm sure we're gonna get a sequel to to you know the Man of Steel. We're not
1: though. Think about it though. Think about it though. If if this is what's leading up, right, we'll have another solo Batman. They're filming Wonder Woman right now. They'll have um they'll have the Justice League one part two. When will they fit in a sequel to Man of
0: Steel? Have they? They do. They'll do just like they did with the Avengers. They made how many Thor, Captain America, Iron Man three in between the yeah. between the two Perfect. Avengers films? Yeah, so, I mean, they could you know unless it's
1: as yeah. I'm saying, unless it's slated to come out first.
0: I mean, when's know? the when's the Justice League movie? Have they even said when it's supposed to come out? Yeah, see,
1: that's what we'd have to. I wonder if we look up. Let me see. Let me look up Henry Cavill and see if there's like filming. Oh yeah, here we go. Justice League Part One, 2017. It's in pre-production. So they're League they're claiming two, it's
0: going to come like out next year.
1: Justice League Part One.
0: Yeah. So they have a release date of November of next year. So yeah, they're they're not they're not going to crap out.
1: That's what I'm saying. There's no Man of Steel. There's nothing. It's going to go straight to this one. See, I it's like they're playing. Like I said, catch up. You know. Yeah.
0: That's so, interesting.
1: I mean, it'd be interesting to see. Like, um, um. Just to see the villain, That's like, dude, if you get someone like Superman, you're going to have to... Well,
0: and then if you look up IMDb, there is an untitled Batman reboot announced. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't say year or anything. Oh, it says Ben Affleck's the the writer and director. Yep. What's Uh, that all about? Hey, that's badass,
1: dude. I think that's probably what was on his contract when they casted him. Uh, Oh,
0: you're probably right. You know know what, what, though? He can do it, man. The town is fucking brilliant. That's what so I was waiting to so say. I was like,
1: what? I was like, why do you sound like so down? And I was like, No, man. no, no. I got no but, problems with it.
0: No, I yeah. think the fucking town is awesome.
1: No, yeah. So yeah, there's some things that like I, I could say if in the movie, but since you guys haven't seen the trailers, I don't want to bring it up because perfect. It's it's better if you go into it, um, um, you know, seeing it fresh. You know, um, I always admire that that you guys can do that. So um, yeah, overall, like I said, I uh, it's two hours and uh, forty five minutes, I think. It didn't seem too long. IMDb says it's two and a half, but
0: yeah. okay. who's, who's counting once you get over two
1: and a half? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Saw it in Adobe uh, Atmos, or heard it in Adobe Atmos, which is phenomenal. I'm sure so, there's some scenes filmed in IMAX, I think when they when the two guys fight. That fight scene's pretty rad. Um, There's a, there's a couple fight scenes here and there. Um, like I said, when Batman, he's taking on some thugs. Fuck. It's probably the best Batman fight scene ever. It's pretty rad. It's pretty mm. incredible. Um, like I said, because when you watch back to the Dark Knight, Christian Bale fight scenes, they're so fucking boring. They're so lame. Like he's fighting so slow. There is like ten guys running with guns, and nobody's shooting. You know.
2: You know what's nobody's funny?
1: Shot. They're waiting for them to get attacked.
2: Yeah, like um, Lane and I, we went at it at, at one point because she's like, "Oh, I like the Arrow." Right on Netflix, it's like so, he's better than the Batman. Arrow? Yeah, the arrow. Oh, okay. And I'm like, no way. So I pull up a uh, uh, YouTube with a compilation of all of his fight scenes. And I was like. The arrow? No, of oh. Batman. Uh-huh. He's like, the arrow's better than Batman. I was like, no fucking way. There's no yeah. way. He's like got Krav Maga or some shit, right? <laughs> so I go on there and I look at all his fight scenes. I <laughs> like Tony. You need to click yourself. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta, Krav
0: yeah,
1: you Maga. Krav Maga. You gotta have that finger ready, ready to click. <laughs> <laughs> well, I
2: can't hear myself, um, yeah. but I was underwhelmed. As like, I saw all of the Batman fight scenes, the Christian Bell fight scenes. I'm just like, yeah, you're right. They're kind this of weak. worse.
1: yeah, they're weak. I, yeah, I even hear Daredevil fight scenes are pretty badass.
2: Yeah, they're better. I mean, yeah, they're, they're better too. I mean, Arrow was the best so far, but the Daredevil ones were more brutal. Okay. Um, the Arrow ones were cooler to look at because there's more ninjas involved, like gotcha. more martial arts stuff and yeah. acrobatics and shit. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, no, Daredevil was pretty badass.
1: Well, fuck all that because Batman, give him the title back because once you well, watch this. And here's the
2: thing, you talking about the fight scenes makes me want to go watch the movie. Like I'm I was checking you. out a long time ago with you talking about everything else, but I was like, what, fight scenes? All right, I'll watch people kick each other's ass.
1: Yeah. Well, he's got his mech suit, and he, you know, when he fucking when when Superman and Batman see each other, you know, and you're like, oh, they're staring each other down. You're like, oh shit, mm-hmm. you know. Um, okay, that sounds, that sounds cool. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got that fight scene when he's fighting the suit and and soups. Mm-hmm. Then you got another character that come. You know, I like I don't want to spoil because you haven't seen it, mm-hmm. the trailer. So, um, but no, but the fight scene, pff. dude. Like I said, he's like there's thugs waiting around. Like well, this one, he ain't fucking waiting for nobody. He's throwing all these devices to like to attach to the guns, so they're useless and like. Done. That took care of all that, you know what I mean? It's like pages from the comics. Like Zack Snyder I mean visually he is pretty fucking good at making visuals, right? I mean there's a scene when he crashes through a window and his cape is open. It's like, oh, it's like a fucking drawing. It's fucking beautiful. You know? Um and uh and Alfred's helping him out, you know, with the earpiece and he's talking to him and, and Bruce Wayne gets to play detective he plays the world's greatest detective actually gets to do some detective work finally as mm. Batman that they never did in the, in the Nolan movies so not to show the Nolan movies because those are great but um just stuff from the character we wanted to see a little bit more so yeah man I mean you guys it's a definitely definitely have to watch like I said if you don't want to see the theaters no big deal but it's it's a it's a spectacle theater. It's one of those ones you have to watch in the theater. It's so huge. It's loud. It's it's one of those movies that should be experienced in the theater on the big screen for sure. So for me, I definitely give it a high. Buy it for a dollar. I would buy that for a dollar. Like I said, there's some things I didn't like, but the positives over overtake the negative. So you know, under bring it up. We can talk about it more if, if you guys watch it. So mm. I'm curious to see Tony like I said. You saw that compilation. If you watch this one, you're like hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So no other extras, right? That was it. Yeah, I didn't see nothing. Okay. Well, let's go ahead with the homework. You guys uh, sell me on the homework.
2: <laughs> oh shit! You chose it, Harley,
0: mm. Tony, can can we sell him on the homework?
2: Um. Nah. Mm. Oh boy! I don't think so. I think there's there's way too much talking.
0: So Paul Thomas Anderson, uh, 1996, oh, yep. first film. Real hit or miss director for me, though. And to be honest with you, I, I think he's got more misfires than, than, really? than knocking him out of the parks. Boogie Nights, brilliant. There Will Be Bud, brilliant. Um, A Punch Drunk Love, brilliant. The Master was horse shit. <laughs> Inherent Vice was Ugh. worse. Yeah. Um, it, and I didn't care for Magnolia either years ago when I saw it. I kind of need to rewatch it. But um, yeah, I mean, A Hard Eight was the year before he did Boogie Nights. It's a small sort of very personal film. Basically just follows Philip Baker Hall mm-hmm. playing Sydney. He likes
1: him. He always uses him.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. He's got uh, John C. Riley in here. Obviously. I saw that clip
1: where he's talking to him in the diner. Yeah,
0: yeah. There. There's some and Philip Seymour Hoffman's in here, mm-hmm. um, just for a minute though. Samuel uh, Jackson. Yeah, he's in it. Which ironically, he's playing in *Menace of Society*, which reminded me of that joke about uh, who fucking uh, think he was Ron O'Neill something? No, no, no. What was it? It's like it's like a sketch or something. It's like who's Samuel Jackson. You know that black guy in every single movie?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's him. That's him. I think it was Ted or something they mentioned that. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I think you're right. Cool. So, yeah, because the girl's name was Sam Jackson. Oh, uh, yeah. Said, you ever heard of Samuel Jackson? You ever heard of any movie? He's like, yeah, he's in it <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Professional
0: gambler Sydney teaches John the tricks of the trade. John does well until he falls for cocktail waitress Clementine. Just
1: Gwyneth Paltrow,
0: and um, the performances are good. You know, it's you know, it's basically three or four characters on the scene on the screen the entire time. It's a relatively short movie. It's an hour and forty minutes, and it starts off. It's it's got that sort of P.T. Anderson quirkiness to it that we kind of we all know and. Sometimes Love, mm-hmm. where you... I mean, it's literally crime drama, but there is some shit in there that you are supposed to laugh at. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. um, you know, I don't know if Tony laughed outside. I mean, laughed out loud. Or, yeah, I
2: paused the movie and he ran break, outside I went out to the patio. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a new one. Laugh <laughs> um,
0: But the movie's heavy on dialogue and not plot yeah and i remember
2: like 20 30 minutes into the movie i would kind of pause it and look at lane i'm like nothing's fucking going on it's just like just kind of documenting life and people talking it's just like nothing's happening i was still into it because the dialogue i'm i get sucked into the dialogue when it's, yeah. when it's good and, and they like like harley said they do their they play their roles well yeah. um but it's like nothing's fucking happening. I feel no sense of suspense, like no impending doom, no, no no build up to anything. I'm just like just watching these two guys, you know, live. There's
0: there's <laughs> a there's a question. So basically what the movie starts off with um with John sitting there basically in the dirt. And Philip Baker Hall's character walk up to him and goes, uh, you know, hey, can I buy you a cup of coffee? You want a coffee, some cigarette? But his his delivery is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And and John C. Riley's character um, he's kind of like uh, he's kind of neg- um, hesitant, but he's like, all right. So then Sydney like goes out of his way to help John. He like lends him some money, teaches him some kind of hustle tricks in Vegas to, to get comped. And that's like what Tony's talking about, like the first 20 minutes of the film. And for me, I'm sold because it's like it's interesting because you don't know why Sidney is doing everything he can to help out John. They're essentially strangers. I mean, John has no idea who he is. And the plot tells you at the end. And I I won't spoil it, although it's completely anticlimactic.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a. There's a reveal, but it was a little underwhelming reveal.
0: Underwhelming, yeah. And and then it leads to like a moment of action with Samuel Jackson, <laughs> um, yeah, because Sydney's like the super reserved character, and then you realize, oh, he's got some skeletons in the closet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you know, he's essentially like a professional gambler
1: kind of thing. So. Just from the beginning, just like the steady shots, and I was was like, "Oh, it's going to be another good-looking film." Just from you know his direction,
0: and 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 that's not the strength of the film. The strength of the film is just sort of the performances and Mm -hmm. the interactions. Samuel Jackson is you know playing himself essentially, which is easy for him. Um, But the film doesn't resolve itself. At the end, with anything enough for us to go? Oh man, that was
2: awesome! That was worth it. Yeah. was worth waiting. And the so
0: it for ends it. up being you look back. It's like an hour and forty minutes, and it's kind of a slog. Like it kind of. Oh wow! Yeah, you kind of like once you get. I would say like so. So um, after we find out, after um, John kind of picks up on these sort of like you know gambling tips um we literally skip forward like two years Mm -hmm. Mm. where he's sort of uh interested in Gwyneth Paltrow which I really like her in the movie she's she comes off as being she's not Gwyneth Paltrow yet she's just sort of like kind of like a struggling actress or something I'm not Mm -hmm. you know I, I I really enjoyed her in the um was that movie for the, the, based on the book? Um, uh, shit. I can't think of it now. Um, great expectations. Um, I, I really enjoyed her in that and she's, she's just young and innocent kind of thing. And she plays, uh, a waitress kind of slash prostitute in this. Um, but her character comes off as being very sincere and just genuinely dumb and naive. Huh. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you kind of feel for her. Um, and Samuel Jackson's kind of playing a hustler, kind of like you know, he's trying to get paid mm-hmm. and trying to get some pussy. Um, <laughs> so and and Sydney's just always this constant professional, kind of like it's always super polite to the women. And John John C. Riley's character is just kind of ignorant but what happens is when the movie skips the two years mm-hmm. and john is kind of like you know it's kind of a man of business kind of on his own is kind of doing his own thing and now he just kind of starts making stupid decisions with clementine
3: yeah.
0: um the movie really loses um sort of i would say that that horsepower behind it i think and i think maybe that's where tony's talking about the, the skipping the two years all of a sudden the movie feels kind of well what's the point now Mm -hmm. you know what i mean now the point is just to find out why sydney took john under his wing and we find out probably within another 40 minutes or so and you're kind of like okay and then there's a payoff at the end like the dvd cover shows sydney holding a gun but he doesn't hold a gun until the very end of the movie oh wow so yeah, there's there's a little no action, and so yeah, I mean, unfortunately, and you know, like I said, Thomas Anderson has made some brilliant films. This unfortunately is not one of them. If you're like a lunatic Paul Thomas Anderson fan who feels that like he can do no wrong, I would a argue you're a hipster, and b
1: because <laughs> uh, hipsters can can detect other
3: hipsters, correct?
0: Yes, exactly. So right. yeah, um, yeah. Unfortunately, I would give it a waste of time.
3: Wow, okay. That would be a waste of time.
2: Um, even though I was underwhelmed I was still into the dialogue driven delivery and so I was entertained. Um it's one of those where I probably wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. So I mean I uh, let me rephrase. I <laughs> barely enjoyed it. <laughs> I was just <laughs> on the positive side of a dollar.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, so. I, I can tell you, Fonzo, you'd be You'd have a hard time finishing. Yeah, it. that's oh, what I'm, Yeah, that's what you, you'd be okay. sleeping. You'd be sleeping through. It. Dang, that yeah. sucks. Okay, yeah. It'll All it'll right. pu- it'll put you to sleep in a heartbeat.
2: Unless <laughs> you're interested in gambling. Yes, yeah, so then you might very be able to make it. you it, might be though. able to make it forty minutes. Yeah, the
1: first thirty minutes. <laughs> oh, sweet! I'm getting an extra ten. Okay, yeah. Huh? I know it looked kind of cool. I mean, it's because it's got the same, the director, good cast, and huh? Yeah. All right. Oh, that's a shame! All right, so moving right but along. But
0: the extra credit, yeah, which we've had before. We've reviewed this on the podcast before.
2: I must have missed it because I don't remember seeing this oh, recently. Oh, okay, that's quite possible.
1: A young street hustler attempts to escape the rigors and temptations of the ghetto in a quest for a better life. Now, this is one of my favorites. You know, this when this came out. You know, Boys in the Hood had come out. What year did Boys in the Hood come out?
0: I think ninety-one or ninety. Two, something like that
1: okay yeah so this one's always like you know oh you see boys to hood or my society you got you gangster movies with like good you know you got 1991 mobsters. okay 91 yeah you Italian mobsters, but then this, like, this is like the second time we get to see you know gangsters from like the streets and uh and it was directed by Albert Hughes the Hughes brothers mm-hmm. Albert and Alan Hughes and uh yeah this one was I like from the very beginning scene right you got Kane and O'Dog. Like, some 40s. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, give him some of that old E. And just getting harassed by these guys, right? And then seeing how crazy Old Dog is, and it just kind of goes from there.
2: It just doesn't do it for me, man. What's that? It doesn't do it for me. The movie didn't do it for you? Like, you talk about that opening scene. The opening scene is what just turned me. I was like, oh, fuck. It's one of these movies. <laughs> like, it just, like, I was just checked out right from the beginning. hmm Oh wow!
1: Okay, like what do you mean? Like what are those movies? What do you mean?
2: Where where it's the the main character is a criminal, and I'm just tired of him. Mm. I'm, I'm I'm I guess I'm just I'm just over it.
1: You don't see if he's gonna get a redemption or if he's gonna. If I was
2: like, like, I don't care. He's a criminal. Like he's doing. He's he's he shot the guy. I was like, what the fuck is wrong? I have no. Kane's
0: like scared to death of the whole system.
2: Still, but I had no empathy for that, for his friend, like killing him. And he's hanging out with the idiot. I was just like, he's, he's, crazy. It it was just, he's
0: young, black, don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. (laughs) Right.
2: And I have no interest in following that kind of a character. And the other guy that's just with him, I was like, oh, he's it's like it's one of those where he's gonna get sucked into it and he's gonna battle against it. I was like, ah, I I I mean I had to I forced myself through it and I just programmed through it. But Interesting. Yeah, like I really don't care about these the the criminal movies.
0: I I wonder if if Fonzo there is something to we saw this movie a long time ago, practically twenty years ago, when we were you know Poor youth. I mean, yeah, you know. I mean, shit. I got arrested for tagging <laughs> not long after this movie came out. Yeah, you're the one thing th- 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 of all of us here. <laughs> <laughs> you got I'm a the, record. <laughs> I'm. I am so white, and yet
1: I've got a speeding ticket. Does that count?
0: Yeah. I <laughs> no shit. Um, and and I think there was, you, you know, and, and, and when this movie came out, I was heavy into to hip hop. I mean, I was that like eleven year old. I mean, I'll never forget it. I'm sure the neighbor can remember me pushing an electric lawnmower in the backyard, singing yeah, the Chronic. Told, yeah, you've told. I this. mean, That's rapping that. the Chronic. I mean, it's like I'm the whitest white kid on the planet. Yeah, this movie is like Dr. a, a crazy. You
1: know, it's a it's a it's this crime drama thriller. You know, but me and all the it It's so fucking funny. There's so many funny lines.
0: Yeah, yeah, we yeah.
1: Recite. We recite this movie to this day. Like it's oh, insane. Yeah.
0: Well, and, uh, and it, it holds up well, the liners, the performances.
1: How about, c- come around here at 10.30. Oh,
0: 1030.
1: i great. Do a- you know? motherfucker? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you got here? Nissan Maxima? Yeah. <laughs> were you afraid to come around Compton Avenue, motherfucker? <laughs> you ain't afraid to steal for <laughs> He's just so good. In that fucking seat It's yeah. insane. And he gets all mad, you know. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, you got a bunch of like, you see too short in there, too. Yeah. You know? MC8. Um, uh, these, you, you know, you see, uh, even like in the very beginning when Clint oh, Parnell is giving a drink, that
0: the absolute best is Samuel Jackson. He's like, "You owe me that, money." That he's Lawson. like, "Hell no!" But great
1: scene. You know, the, the way it's built up too, you know, <laughs> that guy's fighting with him and he's got to enjoy. Yeah. It. He don't even care, you know, the banter. And they're just—he's just looking at him like cra- they, He's got that crazy eye too because when it goes in slow mo, it's like Kane, Kane. Because before that, that shit was messed, you know. He's like, "Do uh, you mean I better pay her else? You know?" He's like, "Don't you owe me some money?" He's like, "Bitch, I told you I'll pay your monkey ass when I feel like it." He'll like, it. "Fuck, you think you is Ron, Ron O'Neill? Like Talk about boy. better pay her else." Motherfucker, well, you gotta suck my dick. <laughs> he's and Samuel like, Jackson keeps that. looking at him like, "Yeah, like, are you fucking crazy?" You? Yeah. Oh, what's what? my gun? Oh, is that? oh, you got a gun? Oh, I'm supposed to be scared now, man? You are so somewhere fucking years in the joint. Supposed to be scared of you? <laughs> It's just like the big Black he, Panther behind him. Uh huh. He just, it's just just straight up murders a fool right in his. Well, head.
0: you know what? He wouldn't. Have, he wouldn't have shot him if he didn't say "suck my dick." Yeah. My That's one ass. thing that he I noticed. Say, that he is one. Him, oh, that
2: is one thing that I picked up on throughout the whole movie. People only killed each other out of disrespect, like "suck my dick" or yeah. "fuck your mother," or you know, yeah. when, when someone says says something disrespectful.
1: Yeah. That you owe scene, me some money, motherfucker. I'm watching yeah, it right now. Hell no, motherfucker, but here you go. <laughs> here you go He, he throws <laughs> it right back out. Ted 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 His name is Ted. It was just funny Ted yeah, yeah, Ted, yeah. what the fuck, man? You owe me some money? No, hell no, but here you go. That's that's uh, uh, uh the dude from Friday too, the little bum.
0: That's right, that's right. Yeah. But no, Tony, that's a a very good pickup, and I didn't actually pick up on that. But you're right; it's all about this sort of street kid cred, mm-hmm. disrespect. Like you know, he gets beat up, so he's the one who comes back and shoots. him. Right. I mean, like you know. the
1: fucking drive through scene is the best. Oh, <laughs> we're supposed to be <laughs> brothers, Dude. Oh, That was that was pretty that funny.
2: That was hilarious.
1: Oh, you can't get some knowledge, huh? You want to get smart? Give me that motherfucking... Oh, oh, you a baller? You a baller? Give me that pager. Give me that fucking jewelry. And I'll take a double burger with cheese. I mean, the movie's not supposed to be funny at all. That's what I'm saying. saying. But it
0: is fucking crazy. But if you... Yeah, and I think maybe... It's hard for me to like... I I, Because I chuckle and I laugh at it too. I mean, all those scenes are classic. But you got to remember it's like the most accurate look at thousands and thousands of kids year after year. that go through that, especially in the nineties, you know,
2: is there, um, is that corroborated by anybody?
0: Oh, like, I don't know. Of course
2: that's, that's the other part of me is like, I wonder how real this is, or is it just people who like glamorize the hood and the ghetto like rappers and rapping about the ghetto and that lifestyle and they're talking yeah, about so the guns the and the gats and you know, it's like is it actually like that or not? I like, I don't know. There's yeah. no I have no way of ever knowing unless yeah. someone who came from the ghetto in their hood says it. I
1: mean, it's No, I-, well, I mean when I lived in the ghetto in Long Beach, I mean, there was this fucking fence right in front of my apartment complex where cholos would hang out there all the time. Um, I remember walking down the uh, alleyway and some dude was stabbed and he was lying there fucking bloody as fuck. And that should trip me and I was like, "What the hell? You know, something happened here." I remember just playing outside one time and some dude got beat up. They they jacked him, they took his money. And, uh, he comes in, strolling to stroll into the apartment, and he's just bleeding and He's like, oh my god, what happened? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, mm-hmm. the neighbors were like, yeah, yeah go to this, because my, my, our apartment door was open. So they sent him into our house, so we, my mom would get some towels to help the poor bastard, you know? Um, I remember one time playing outside too, and these, these like three, four cops pulled up to the, that fence, and those cholas just fucking, just scattered just everywhere. They just took off running. Um, roach. Well, yeah, like roaches, seriously. I mean, the, once the cops came out, they took off. It was crazy. Um, uh, but I remember hearing stories in school, like, saying, Oh man, that dude, you know, was talking shit. And then, and then, I mean, drive-bys were just, like, common. Like, you would just read all the time or see in the paper. Some guy started shit. I mean, even in Oceanside, I mean, there was Damn. a stupid two gangs, Center Street and Pasola. Like, even oh, then, yeah, right. you know, like, oh, I, oh my I, god, I totally you. percent right. Blinders, mm-hmm. or he, you know, you the real, real
2: secluded well, I, uh, I, Blinders. I, or I would hear it's, about, like, I would hear about the cops and their interactions with them, yeah. but I never heard about how they interacted with each other. So like I believe the cop scenes because I've heard the cop scenes, but I've never heard about like the community, like how they interacted with other people, like with within the ghetto. That I have no idea. Yeah. You know, like they had they're. It's like they're always calling nigga 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 to each other, and then yeah. the Mexicans are all homes and homes and homes and homes yeah. with them with them each other. I was like, is that real? Or is that, you never saw that in
1: school? No, no, you never saw it. Like the homeboys, or the, nope. you never saw the essays?
2: Nope. I mean, I was friends with essays. In Vista High School, but they were all chill with me.
1: But you, but you heard them talk though. You heard them talk but to each other. No,
2: never heard them talk like that.
1: You never seen them fight. You never seen them.
2: No, I mean, I I, I saw one fight maybe, I'm and saying, I, and well, I was like far away they're not from talking me. like that. <laughs> so it's like I've I was I have not I I did not see the that kind of a lifestyle. So for me, it wasn't a a reflection of life, and, he, and, and because too, I can't too, relate too to it. I can't appreciate it for being art as a reflection of life.
1: But other people that see it, that like, are in the suburbs, are like, "fucking." a for Kansas, and they're watching this and can see it and going, "Man, that looks like that street life looks crazy." Like, yeah, man,
2: no, man. and absolutely. If it's real, then yeah, it looks crazy. But I, 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 I question like it because I, I don't it know. It, I mean, it's I'll not, it not labeled a you documentary. Sure if we
1: looked it up. It's probably you know, yeah, from, right. They, All I'm saying
2: I, is that it's hard for me to empathize because I didn't live it you know it's it's and sure. and and I'm not entertained by it it's not an entertaining thing for me to see outside of watching me, l- growing lady, up I mean, in it like-
0: and I think and, and and in Tony's defense I think part of the reason why Fonzo you and I enjoyed it so much is because it's we saw it 20 years ago and it's it's sort of ingrained it it's it's sure. the you know, it's you know, it's like watching you know Commando all over again, kind of thing. It's like it's part of our child, our, chi- our and our culture. And, you know,
1: but even nostalgia But just watching it again, I was entertained like, the whole
2: time. Like, I'm yeah, like,
1: this I agree. Thing came out how long ago? Ninety three. You know,
2: but see, and, and, um, and, and guys still talk like that. You know, we, we, and that's the thing. I never heard people talk like that. So for you, we always talk about movies and how something happens in the movie that pulls you out of the movie. And then you're not in it anymore, so it's hard to enjoy it. I was getting that the whole time. Every like, I I get I keep getting pulled out of the movie because I be, I think because I didn't grow up in it, I just had this this cloud of disbelief watching the whole thing. Whereas you, you did grow up in it. It's real to you, so for you, it doesn't pull you out of the movie. So then you can enjoy. Yeah, but the it's not. Like it's
1: sci-fi too. or it's like. <laughs> You know what I mean? There's like aliens, spaceships. Well, it like, might oh, man, as well this be. I can't. That's I can That's this. my
2: point. It might as well be sci-fi to me because <laughs> I didn't live it. Yeah. You know, it, it, They they could be making shit up. But I don't know.
1: But does it look like it's made up though?
2: To you, it, it, it looks it look like it's like made it's, up to me because like I it's didn't glorify. But it doesn't, listen, but I mean, they do. It shows, looks like, made the, up the dark to me. Too, well, I don't. know. You have to remember that it's the
0: motherfucker dies at the end. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. No, and
2: it's not glorified at at the end for sure. You know, but leading up to it you know he's teaching kids how to shoot the gun and you know it's like shit because they're stupid
1: Yeah, people, teenagers do stuff to right and like I don't
2: time. I don't get entertained by watching stupid people I mean look at me and how I I can't stand uh, Napoleon got, Dynamite and I shit I bet
0: we could find a movie where there's some stupid ass people in it it's you, really <laughs> difficult <laughs> man
2: I get so tired of stupid people um but I, I, I mean, all I'm
1: saying us, is man. that now. what are you saying Jesus you
2: know, like, Christ huh
1: so you don't like
2: us? So <laughs> put up with us? <laughs> hey, you said it. That's too Not nice. nice. <laughs> um, that, like like Zoolander and shit. You know, I cannot stand that kind of thing. So when people are doing dumb shit in a movie like this, where I'm just like, ah, it's so it's just it's just hard for me to enjoy the film when I keep getting pulled out of it because I'm. I mean, yelling it would at be them.
1: a boring movie if they were smart and they knew that they shouldn't be doing this. Stuff. Look at
2: Dope. <laughs> Look at the movie Dope. That one yeah. I enjoyed. Yeah. And it wouldn't have happened if movies like this didn't happen. I don't give a shit about movies like this when I saw Dope because I didn't think about this movie. This the movie but, didn't okay. exist but to see, me. But see
1: like ASAP Rocky and his whole crew and his gang, like just like these guys. They still talk like that. They still hang out. Except now they're doing rap videos on YouTube. They're still the same bloods that were bloods way back when. Gang members been ganged since forever. Like that doesn't change. That's what's crazy. You know what I mean? ASAP Rocky and his group were doing dumb shit with drugs. They still do that shit even back ninety three to when Dope come on twenty fifteen. Nothing changes, you know? Why do you think people like Scarface when it came out? Rappers and they glorify that in rap songs and everything. You like that gangstership of him coming up, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, probably. Like I mean
1: Scarface is way more made up, you know, way more crazy.
2: Right, and Scarface was entertaining not because of how real it was to me. Like, that was a, just a better-made movie. This w- didn't feel like a well-made movie. Which, by the like way, just... I'm
0: almost positive we've never talked about Scarface on the podcast.
1: Yeah. I you think you brought the, you bring that up all the time, I think, too. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy. That is a crazy thing. Yeah. Well, someone's got extra nice credit. Hint, hint, Wink, wink. I already got something else. Okay. So, like, every decision they'd make or they say something, they'd you just I'm keep just keep like, oh, my God. Annoyed. Seriously? Like <laughs> I can't
2: believe It's like yeah Yeah constantly well,
1: they, You know they did school They're not the smartest people You know They just want to hustle Make money You know what I mean They're not going to yeah, college I, Yeah I,
2: I, I, I don't identify with that It's really only difficult Only but Sharif for me.
1: Was the only smart one he was trying to get him out of there
2: But that's the thing Like I don't identify with That struggle I I can't. It's really difficult for me to identify. Like, I, I remember at one point, the
1: story, like the visual
2: story. Do you
0: do you somehow identify with Scott Pilgrim, Tony? <laughs> it, it's not it,
2: b- more than this. There were there's the comic book aspects of of Scott Pilgrim. I identified more with that than than here. Like there was hardly any of it that I could identify with. I could I could hold on to that part of it. You know, I I couldn't identify with any of the characters. You, I remember uh... thinking at one point when the dad was telling. Was trying to inspire, um, oh, what's, what's the cane, uh, the, the, the main character? He was trying okay. to inspire him, right? When he was at school and it was just telling, telling, like, oh, you gotta get out, you know? And then he's like, what I'm trying to say is like, just, just, you gotta survive. And I'm just like, you're just encouraging him to go back to what he was doing. You know, he's just like, I, I look, all I'm trying to tell you is survive. He's a
1: prey. He's being hunted.
2: <laughs> right, right and uh and, and it just almost it almost pulled the guy out of that life almost just almost, just almost got him but then it was like the freaking you know the claw hands for when you those yeah, claw machines you know, tony got beat up by f- some
1: f- or essays back in the day because he hates friday he hates men's society you know, i, it's I did house. yeah remember he hated friday
2: yeah, I didn't like that movie either.
1: See, no, I I'm beginning
0: to think I'm not the racist one here. I think Tony hates black. No, you know what's funny that right. you say I that.
2: Right. I did get beat up twice in elementary school. There it is, by gang by, by, I by thugs. I knew it. <laughs> the,
1: truth, the truth comes out. The truth finally comes out, and this truth will set you free. the truth yeah. I probably
2: I probably have a lifelong. Um, uh, chip on my shoulder against <laughs> It
1: sure sounds like it. Kid it, gangs. It's coming out. How it's how dare
2: tamed. I? How good. dare I have a chip on my shoulder against gang member criminals? <laughs> I know. What kind of an asshole are you? <laughs> what kind of an asshole am I? I just
1: trying to live the life, man. It's hard living in the man Yeah, fuck man. them at
2: the expense of everybody else. No. Did just- you really twice? Yeah, <laughs> twice. Let's see. Yeah, one time I was trying to stop. Someone from there was a fight going on in front of us and like, you know, the little group circles around the fight mm-hmm. and this big like I was in like uh, maybe second grade and this fourth grader comes in, try to break up with a fight. And I'm like, no, get it. Stay out. Like I was trying to keep people from getting in the mix of it. Well, and he just picks fault. me up and punches me in the face. That's true. And then I get suspended.
1: <laughs> see? That's your fault. <laughs> why 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 butt in? What what
0: were you
2: doing? He, see, exactly. He was but I was like I was trying cuz these two were scrapping right in front of us. Let them scrap. Let them get in trouble. That's let exactly what I said. It. I was trying to keep people like I put my hands out like let them scrap. So he came in and I oh, just had my hands out. <laughs> he's playing the he's right. playing the referee. <laughs> right. Ex- well exactly. Like I just yeah, had my hand so out like saying, "Dude, let these guys scrap." This guy comes in and my arm's already out, so I'm like, no, 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 hang on. So he just picks me up and punches me. <laughs> Maybe his homie was getting beat up and he wanted
1: to jump in. You know what I, mean? I, that's what, that's what I guess. they do that, you know?
2: I imagine it was like his little brother or his cousin or something that was getting the fight, so he went in there to, you know, to take care of shit. And I'm over here stopping him, so he's like, fuck you too, dude. <laughs> he just kicks my ass. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> what was the second time?
2: Uh, the second time I, I was just picked on, um, just out in the field. Um, they, uh, they they pulled a prank. Actually, you know they didn't they didn't beat me up. They pulled a prank where they uh, they the one guy crouches underneath and the other guy shoves you and like oh. you fall. But uh, but it, I felt pretty hard and they all just laughed and it, this was like at when the right at when the bell rang. So I was late to class on top of it, oh, and so I was like, "Fuck, man! I was so pissed." See, yeah,
1: the fog is clear. <laughs> I can see clearly now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, is it now, making any sense now? Now that mm-hmm. we've gone through all
2: this therapy, I'm it's, in a, I, I love gangs. Yeah, it's great.
1: Please, please, man. <laughs> please, lie down on the couch. Tell us, man. Tell us. You know, I should have a chip in my shoulder too, because one time in San Diego, I was playing like, a handball. Me and my cousin was playing there, and these two blankets come down, walking down the stairs right by us. They're walking by, we're like, alright, they're coming really close to us. Like, why don't they just walk around us, right? And one just gets right in my face, and I'm like, he's like, what's up, man? I'm like, uh, nothing, you know, we're just playing here and he's just looking around looking around and started punching right in the stomach and I just dropped to my knees I mean that shit knocked the wind out of me mm-hmm. and I was like what the fuck and uh, oh no no it wasn't the stomach that was in ju- uh, junior high Never mind. No, this one he just punched me in the face real quick and I was like whoa I just got punched in the face right it happened really quick and I just my our, where I was living in San Diego Monco's house was r- like literally across the street from the park so I, and I was my cousin was a little he was like I want to say six, young six, seven years younger than me. So he was tiny, you know. I just like got scared, and I just ran that we were gonna get jumped. So I just took off running, and I was so pissed. I just wanted to leave from San Diego. I was just, you know what I mean. I just uh-huh. couldn't stand it anymore. I was furious. I, I can Diego. tell. I can understand. Man. like, <laughs> I remember sometime in Jefferson too, just running, and some yeah. kid coming behind me tripping, you know, and then you fall, and it's just like, and relapse. And it's the worst fucking feeling as a kid, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, but you just hate black people, Tony, so that's different. I mean, nah, geez. man. My best
2: friend in middle school was black. <laughs> he just, he, he, I mean, he were was... They,
1: okay, let me just ask you. Was, that, was it twice? Were they? Was it black? It was a black person?
2: No. The oh. one time, I think, he, I'm pretty sure he was Mexican. And the other time, they were Samoan.
1: It's a shame. Brown oh. on brown crime. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I was—I know. And I was going to make blood in, blood out the next extra credit. But I guess <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> yeah. See, Tony just hates gangs. I get it. Totally understand. He's a man of the law, you know. So it all makes sense, though.
0: Anyways, menace
1: <laughs> of society. <laughs> I, I I I always enjoy it. It's you know,
0: uh, it's, it's a slider for me. I'm,
2: oh wow! That's oh yeah,
0: absolutely! Cool. Oh yeah! Because <laughs> I can rewatch it, like you were saying. Like I it's I don't great. get bored it's- of the movie. Like I think the performances are good. Um, it's Ronnie shit's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah, I mean for some people I think you could probably, you know, be bored or but any time the characters are talking to each other in slang terms, it it's just talking shit. It's funny, yeah. See, we're yeah, part of the
1: hip hop right. culture too, see? So like yeah. when we lyrics we hear it all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was you know, like I mean, like you said, you always say, "Oh, I'm the whitest, whitest." Yeah, but you—if someone came down and started rapping, like a, a any you know hip hop from the '90s, you'd you'd be right there with them, you know. You can yeah. talk, you could finish the lyric. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Oh, so, especially if it's any of you know my
1: classics for sure. Like, yeah. I mean, any Cube album. I mean, it's funny that you wouldn't think you you would know, but they're like, "Look at this white boy right here rapping some song." You know what I mean? It's it's like,
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's kind of in my genes. My mom was a big fan of, the kind of Motown and a lot of um, sort of soul music from the 60s and 70s. I wasn't sure so. I was
1: drinking 40s and smoking blunts?
0: Yeah, yeah. Handling <laughs> handling guns. <laughs>
1: a 40 and a blunt? Wasn't that a song? Yeah, no, yeah. I like that. I like to see... I mean, just I mean, there's so many lines, but there's he series like, man, why are you wearing that damn hood like you're the Grim Reaper? Man, because it's cold out here, my brother. You know, us tropical folks like used to this weather... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you get your awesome, like, ass out there and get a beer that cooler? Oh man, yeah, it's just. uh Damn, you give it a Slater, huh? That's yeah. The the dialogue I
0: think is enough it's... to put it over the pat over the top. Oh, the drive through scene is fucking oh. enough to give it. I'm gonna give
3: it a Slater. That was a fucking movie. That would be a waste of time. Oh.
0: Yeah, it's brutal. Very brutal.
1: All righty, who's got the homework next week?
2: I've got the homework for you.
1: Oh boy. oh, boy. Here we go.
2: Um, Let's see. I had it down to like three or four. I think you
1: opened up to us, Tony. feel like we know you more now.
2: Oh, you know? I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, I learned learned a lot about myself.
1: <laughs> see? That's what we do in the podcast. Randomly rant on all things therapy.
2: There you go. <laughs> um... So I, I should give you a hug now. One of the uh one of the homeworks, I mean, I I'm questioning whether I should assign it cuz I'm pretty sure I've I fell on some rocks at some point and the thing might be something I don't want to see on screen from Fantastic 4. Did one of y'all see it? I didn't. One,
0: I I the I can one. tell you right now it's a waste of time though because I can't relate to any of the characters.
2: <laughs> I can't relate. One, guy's, <laughs> to one, one guy stretched. Well, one guy's a rock fires. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I can. Yeah, from what I can tell, uh, most people I can't relate to it. But hey, we haven't seen it. None That's... of us have seen the the 2015 Fantastic Four.
0: A newer one. It's Fronzo? it'd be worth to see just to talk about how bad it is because supposedly it's it was a production nightmare. Yeah. I mean, I think it's one of those movies you're gonna watch it and you're gonna be like, "What?"
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it's either that or Hitman 47,
0: another one that I don't think.
2: It's. <laughs> yeah. Those what do you two. got?
1: What do you got? Uh, I got um. No, no. Which one did you pick? You picked? You went with oh. <laughs> I don't fucking care. There you honest. go. All right, I go with that one. We'll give. I'll give it a shot. Cool.
0: I'm gonna pick uh, 2008's Doug Lyman
1: jumper. Oh shit! My jumper review. There's just one kid on online. He said, he, "I think he he says a YouTube channel." But man, every time he fucking would talk, he, that's how he sounded. And one of his reviews was jumper. Every time that title comes up, I mean, me, we, we can't we can't help but say our jumper review. <laughs> I have to find you that guy and show you. It's pretty funny. I remember seeing it like
0: once, way yeah. back in the day, and liking it.
2: Once. Are we going like on a Samuel L. Jackson trip or something? No like, shit. Is it every movie? He is in
0: every, movie, so is in every goddamn movie. Team.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, and he's entertaining his fucking Menace to Society, and and um, obviously his, uh, and I and I like him in in um, whatever the other fucking movie was that we watched that wasn't any good.
1: Yeah. All right, Jumper. So you know, this guy relates to you, Tony. You know, um, on Amazon, Menace to Society. Yeah, this guy wrote, "Sorry, peeps. Sorry, peeps." But I just never felt this hood crap. M2S, (laughs) M2S was just another in a long line of hood movies with nothing but gratuitous violence and foul language and no message whatsoever. Yes, we know growing up in the hood sucks. What else is new? How about a movie about someone overcoming the odds and living a good, clean life in spite of the environment they grew up in? Question. boring i guess that's not real or black enough huh a lot oh. of people compare this film to boys in the hood but it really does injustice to boys in the hood which was not only the first but i actually had a message what's the message in this one i don't think it's coincidental that this came out at a time when the gangster rap took off and many young black males including college students thought that being a gangster and being down with the hood was cool but i never thought into that foolishness call me an anomaly or even a hater it's tired, overused expression if there is ever one. If you wish, if you wish, but this mess was far from being any kind of masterpiece. Signed by Antonio Villanueva. Hey, you wrote that, Tony.
2: No, I, was, <laughs> I thought I recognized my pompous words. <laughs>
1: I was a white guy for sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Only white people write really like that. Yeah, I heard about this movie from everybody about how good it was and how much of a classic it was. I'm 24 years old and I didn't see it. For the first time until three years ago, and I'm pretty open to all kinds of movies. But this, but the magic wasn't there for me in this one. Maybe I just need to see it again. <laughs> yeah, I see it about ten more times. <laughs> Buy the DVD. <laughs> Someone just wrote "Ghetto." <laughs> one star review. Just ghetto. <laughs> Sound would not play for the entire movie. It makes it difficult to rate the actual movie on its real content. But yet you still gave it a one star. Amanda Baker. <laughs> this Lisa wrote would well, like my money back. It was too violent without a (laughs) T. Waste of money. Only after I rent it, it says I need to download something else to allow me to play it. But see, I hate when people review it. It's like problems with the DVD. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: like, um, I I, I saw one thing that said, does not work with my HDMI cable. (laughs) One star.
2: And that's the thing, though, because you're looking at Amazon where people are buying goods, not just the movie. Yeah, exactly. Like IMDb is better because it doesn't matter how you get it. You know, the, explain that you
1: some guy wrote I had a nightmare I got hit by a drive-by I got rid of the movie I only saw it once <laughs> one star
2: he got rid of the movie because it was it was sleeping with it under his bed or something causing him nightmares
1: yeah is- I saw this movie with a friend and the language is awful I don't like the lifestyle in the ghetto I feel sorry if this is really what it's like in the ghetto it might be a good wake up call for some people I, would, I wouldn't I recommend it or watch it again <laughs> it sounds like uh, some guy wrote it fake Let me see this one here. What, am I the only one who thought this movie wasn't good? I heard so many rave reviews about it. When I finally watched it, it was a total letdown. Everything was so fake, and you could see the ending coming 10 minutes into the movie. No doubt the story is believable, though you knew what was going to happen. But the acting was, well, acting. These guys tried to sound tough, but they're not. It comes off as very amateur acting. The storyline is so-so, but having to sit through these guys reciting their lines just playing kills off whatever left of the movie. I expected to feel terror looking at these guys, but the whole time I was just thinking, where'd you guys learn to speak like that? Gee, thanks for trying, but really? You should have spent <laughs> some time listening to how real LA gangsters speak. This whole movie is so watered down. The only thing in realistic part is the opening scene of the shooting in the liquor store. Everything else just goes downhill after that. R- written by a person named Cookie. Where did they learn to write? Really? Like, <laughs> wow.
2: But the movie is kind of scary when you think that those, that kind of, Mentality is everywhere. Absolutely, you know there were yeah. where there. It's all about revenge. Well, because you know, getting scarier now. Yeah, and like <laughs> the, you know the the disrespect. Well, shit. You know, eye for an eye, everybody goes blind. Type thing. You know, it's just going to keep on going and going and going. That's and a pretty been scary happen- thought. Since forever, <laughs> huh?
1: The gangs have been going happening since forever. Yeah, you know, seriously. I thought when I was old, I'm like, oh, gang shit's died out, right? You look at people and they're still wearing bandanas. You're like, what the hell? That's still a thing. It's seriously. crazy. Yeah, so that was the Amazon one-star review.
0: I got a... What you got? Hard eight, hard to watch. (laughs) This movie gets one star simply because a lesser value wasn't available. The plot, if one can really be found, along with the script, is certainly not up to the standards of the actors in this movie. The movie looks more like a film project for a student than a Hollywood-produced drama. Mm -hmm. Sorry, folks but this one has no redeeming quality that is certainly not one that most sane people would repeatedly watch. Trust me, rent it before you buy. Mm, mm, mm. You agree? Uh, He's not that far. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, let's hope the next
1: round will be better. Yeah, there you go. So what was it again?
2: Fantastic four and jumper.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Holy shit. Two shit shows, right? Am I right, fellas?
2: I I remembered
0: liking
1: oh, excuse me.
0: I remember liking Jumper. Yeah. It just yeah. sort of being a fun movie, you know.
1: Does same Jackson I have like a blonde hair or silver
2: hair or something? Uh kind of streak in it or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Sad.
1: Or Triple X he had like a crazy scar in his eye. Or his face was all like Pizza looking. it was all scarred up. He yeah, always changed that up, see? He has a lisp in Kingsman.
2: <laughs> so, a couple things. Did you hear that um, Alien and Aliens are being re released to the theaters next month? Oh, wow. Because of the date? Mm hmm.
1: LV 46? Or 426? Um. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I would love to see Alien in the theater.
2: That'd be kind of cool. Man.
1: Actually, fucking both of them. Is it playing anywhere down here?
2: Well, I'm saying we can probably assign One more it.
1: extra credit. Extra credit? You
2: can probably assign. I wouldn't.
1: W- I, I wouldn't be able to shut see. Shut your it. mouth, Harley. You <laughs> they're not. They're not going
2: to play. James
0: up
1: here, Cameron at the theater.
0: You're not going to see Aliens in the theater. Well, I would. I would. Theater. But I don't. It's. I'm not. They're not. It's not going to play
1: up here. How do you know? Get your ass to Sacramento. Get your ass to Get Moss. Go ass to Moss. Dude, can you imagine like, being in the theater and going game over, man, game over. People's going, man, this movie sucks. Oh. Man, that's pretty cool. I remember like the Alamo; they're giving out a shirt with Ripley on it. Um, because the date four twenty six, and that was the sh- that's where they land, right? LV. What is it? LV four two six.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, I think uh- so. Isn't that the ship? The name of the ship?
2: That's what I'm trying to think. Yeah. Um, Alien no.
1: species
2: uh, LV426. Acheron, formerly Grace. known as LV426, is one of three known moons orbiting blah blah blah. Okay, so it's a moon. It's the there's, an al- there's an aliens wiki. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, LV426, a satellite orbiting the ring planet Calpamos. K- I would I would totally I would see both of them.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm down for that. For sure. So
1: what's work like for you, man? Still busy?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be busy for the next foreseeable future. <laughs> for the next couple of weeks. I mean, we're supposed to release on Friday, so it's like right. we're we're like two weeks away from releasing, and we're supposed to release in less than a week. Oh,
1: shit. How is, did you do anything for Easter?
2: Uh, but I went over to... Um Lane's mom's house We had mm-hmm. We had like a Just a Just Lunch Had some steaks Some deviled eggs
1: You got barbecuing outside and There's There's a There's a bunch of Fucking Hood Hood, hood limbs Driving by slowly <laughs> Creeping at you You were all scared
2: Yeah Yeah luckily <laughs> I had a Y'all play dominoes. Had a double, double burger With cheese I just handed him out In a In little brown baggie In a little brown baggie
1: <laughs> If I want a cheeseburger, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I always love how that cop car that's speeding through there hits that telephone pole in slow mo.
2: This
1: I go. You ever notice that scene? It's driving so fast that when he's turning in slow mo, we can rewind it and watch it. It just goes burr burr, hits the pole. <laughs>
2: like oh.
0: I don't
1: know why I was. It just like it's just. Wait, insane.
0: you see what you did right now? You fucked up.
1: You do know, you know, you know right? fucked up. You know that right? You don't fucked up. So yeah, so right on. What what did you do, Harley Feaster?
0: It was real real chill. Um, The next door neighbors' kids were here, so they've been hanging out like nonstop, um, which is cool because it kind of entertains society. No, (laughs) although Anna wanted to watch it, and I was like, no, I don't watch Menace to Society. So, um, but uh, they did get to watch Star Star Wars
1: force awakens
0: yeah i can't pull i can't fucking pull myself to sit down and watch that damn movie i don't know you why. watch it no i saw it in the theater oh, i
1: was gonna say oh just watch it again you mean yeah
0: i can't i just can't i mean now we got it on blu-ray and i just can't sit down and watch it i just i i, I keep watching the kids sort of watch scenes of it and just get distracted and hmm. it just doesn't it just doesn't
1: uh are your girls too big for easter
0: uh no, no, are you kidding me who the fuck's too big for uh eating candy? I'm not too big for Easter <laughs> too big for this
1: earth are you kidding me?
0: yeah, so
1: Right on. yeah we had yeah. We, we had our family over too, at our house and we had the, we had the eggs all over the place here right on. and uh the, That's we between all three of them they made a hundred and fifty dollars what yeah the Easter bunny he's very really nice to us
2: Easter Bunny she... teams up with the
1: or something. <laughs> Somebody, huh? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So there's a bunch of candy left over too. And, people, and then uh, Amy's aunt made some food. So you know there's always food there. She made some pierogies, some noodles, some, some bomb ass salad. Uh, Amy's mom, my mother-in-law, she always makes devil eggs. I'm a sucker for devil eggs. Oh, dude. That shit's there. I'm, 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 dude, there's a tray and I ate like four of them. And then I look back and it was filled again. I'm like, holy shit, this is incredible. It's an endless uh, endless double egg tray. Just every time I well, ate, they're coming back.
0: Clancy's daughter used to do um uh, uh wedding. her name is your name, Clancy's daughter? That's uh, it's Mary. Ray. Um, <laughs> it's what she she uh, Mary Ray is her name. Mary Ray. Mary Ray. Yeah. Wow. So um she used to do she used to be a caterer. It was sort yeah. of her job was was catering, and so she always cooks like crazy big meals and stuff like that. Or at least I was talking to her about. I've never actually had her make us dinner, but she dyed five dozen (coughs) eggs for four kids. That was the thing. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Clancy laughed. He was like, "Yeah, we need a dozen eggs for each kid." (coughs) So they they hard boiled them. Yeah. Five dozen eggs, and then they dyed them. So we've been eating egg salad for the last two and a half days. <laughs> oh,
2: jeez! I just oh like gosh. every day. I peel
0: six or seven eggs yeah. and make an egg salad out of it, and that's good. Oh, you eat it for funny. two or three days.
1: And- what were you gonna say, Tony?
3: I can smell you. <laughs>
1: that's funny. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, like no, no. Can
2: you imagine the smell?
1: Yeah, that's funny. Oh yeah, I went to WonderCon on Saturday. It was in LA. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, nice. That's right. That's right. Pick- yeah. I saw that on Facebook. How'd that go? It was cool cause I met a guy that was an, um, that listens to his other podcast I listened to and told me he was going to go on Twitter and I was like, Hey, we should meet up. And it was like a blind date. It was so weird. It was so <laughs> awkward. I am standing there and he's walking by and, uh, I'm like, or okay. he's like, Alfonso? I'm like, yeah. Say, <laughs> like, what's up, man? What's going on? And we hung out the entire time and we hit it off, man. He's in total just like, um, comic guru man he knows his comics man and knows his movies nice. and I and I, I, I told him like if whenever he's welcome anytime on the cast if he wants to get on and uh he bought me this cool book it's called scalp it's uh looks like it's gonna be a TV show it's like uh, I think he was explained like sopranos meets like um, sorry I right, am forgetting now Um, but um, but it was it's like um it's like hes uh, Indian goes back to his reserve reservation and he's but he's uh he's he's going undercover and, and it's like it's just like just shady like he gets in a fight right away there's like just like drugs alcohol chicks I mean just it just looks like a, it's gonna be a badass story it looks pretty cool um, so mad shout outs to Art for giving that book that was awesome and, and I was hanging out with him and his kid it was, it was rad we were just looking at stuff and um, it was weird because it was the first time at L- LA Convention Center and that was the first time I've ever been there and it was pretty big but fuck man around if it ain't ghetto man dude like mm. right after I got off the freeway I saw parking seven bucks I'm like cool I'm going right here it's got a fence that's all I need and there's a little, there's a dude there working there. I'm like, perfect. Cause if I go any closer, i will be 20, 30 right by the convention center. It's mm. crazy. In fact, my buddy Art, he paid 30 to park in the convention center. He did one of those reservations in advance. Jesus. Um, and I guess who I ran into? Super fan, cool. bad boys, pocket super fan, Leanne.
2: Yeah, oh, cool.
1: She was there with a little niece and, uh, and her, and boyfriend, Larry. And I was like, that's so funny you made it. That's so cool. I, I was, I was wondering if you were going to make it. So. That is cool. so I ran into her. At
2: first, I was like, why is Fonza taking a picture with a little girl <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the next picture is like oh it's the <laughs> end all right, all right. yeah <laughs> it was kylie
1: yeah and she was loving it because she was getting people asking people asking to take a picture with her so she felt like a mini celebrity cool. it was really cute um and uh yeah so it was it was just uh it was cool it was just like every other convention tony you know like the exhibit hall it's like sure. it's people just selling stuff you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, man, I, and if you have no money, it's not really fun. You know what I mean? Because mm. there was this one T-shirt, uh, little booth that had like T-shirts, but they were twenty-four bucks. But fuck, man, it was sound wave mixing on turntables, yo. <laughs> like how cool? I was like, damn, you know. And there was another one. It was like a skeleton DJing, and like on two turn, on two turn, you know, two tables, and underneath was like all these strings coming down, and it was like puppets. But they were like mariachi puppets, like they had the dead style. And I'm like, oh fuck, man, these shirts are really cool, you know? Um, but it's hard. If you got no money, it's hard, you know? Um, but so, and, but it was weird too about the convention center there. Like they have this thing called the Microsoft Theater and it's a, and it's not in the convention. It's outside. So you had to, to watch any of the panels like the, for like the Conjuring 2. I wanted to see it, but you had to like leave the exhibit hall and go to the panel outside, which was kind of odd. So I thought that was kind of weird. Um, mm. so I'm like, I don't want to leave the convention to go over there. So I didn't get to see it, but I'm pretty sure the trailer is going to be online or the panel. I think the panel is already online. Um, but they had a new thing, too. The badges are pretty sweet, Tony. They're, like, longer. Yeah. And they have this RFID badge, and you have to walk by the little this little thing to make it beep when you enter and exit, which is kind of weird. Whoa. So I don't know how it's going to work at Comic-Con because it's way busier. But was weird, it was really short. You it to kneel down every time to, to scan it to beep. <laughs> hmm. And it was crazy inside the convention center too, right before you walk in, there's all these area and you know, all these cosplayers and hardly any of them had uh, badges. So you can just hang <laughs> out there. Outside. Yep. People were taking pictures, hanging out. Yeah. yeah for sure. Mm. It, it was, it was, it was crazy. So that was, that was fun just to people watch them do that. You know what I mean? So it's just a little, it's just a smaller convention, you know, it's going to be back in Anaheim next year. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Huh. So it was just for one year. I think they were doing some, some, um,
2: there's just a conflict or scheduling or something.
1: something? What's that?
2: They were making and the Anaheim one bigger? I think so, yeah. Huh,
1: cool. I think that's what I was reading, yeah, so which is cool. And then they're doing D23 Expo like a week before or after Comic-Con, which is mm-hmm. crazy because if you think about it, Disney owns Marvel and Star Wars, so they just keep all their news to themselves, you know? But Comic-Con had Star Wars news since like back in the 76, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's always true. been a staple. And in fact, Friday is Star Wars Day at Comic-Con, mm-hmm. so it's like... Are they gonna keep it for themselves? Or are they gonna still? Have con- I mean, there's still a huge presence of Star Wars at Comic Con. They had Ray Speeder there. You know what I mean? There's always a huge presence of Star Wars. I mean, the whole thing last year with the Force Awakens and getting all the people from Hall H and watching that concert. You know, outside. I mean, it was it's so it's kind of it's gonna be interesting how that's gonna work out. But uh, yeah, it was just cool to hang out with Art and uh, like I said. Um, if you're listening to art, like I said, you're welcome anytime, pal. Man, like I said, it's it, like I said, he listens to a lot of podcasts and uh, he he he's always wants to like you know find a medium to like to talk to people or he's got his friends that do it, but he has different times. Um, so it wouldn't work out, but I told him, hey, man, whenever if you have the time, because I know you're on call a lot, but if you have the time, you know, said so you're always welcome. He flipped right in, dude. He, he was so cool, he was so cool. Like, uh, we were texting right away afterwards, but it was just so funny because like I was just standing there, I'm like, man, this one, but feel like for a blind date because I'm there, <laughs> just waiting for him and I like, see him walking up and I'm like can he describe
2: you what he was Twitter wearing
1: you know like you see like I've seen you online you know but you're a real person now yeah. <laughs>
2: Did he have to text you what he was wearing? (laughs) Yeah, no. We just kind of
1: like saw each other. We had to do the awkward. Alfonso, Art? Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Come on in. I've
0: bought bought stuff on Craigslist, you know, (laughs) where you're kind of like, I'm going to meet you in a parking lot. Okay. I'll be the red Ford Contour. Okay. I'll be the green Honda Civic. All right. Cool. You yeah, it's I mean? always said the
2: right. You pull so then up, you just like, you you pop the hood and pretend the cars are talking to each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> you
0: stand there like, yo, you got the stuff? Yeah, yeah, man. Just drop it in
1: there,
0: yeah, man. Well, it was funny. I literally bought an amp, right? Uh, a big stereo amp from it was actually from a theater, and uh, uh, this is I don't know a couple of years ago, and uh, it was in his trunk, and he literally popped his trunk, and I and I was thinking I was in Reading when it happened. I was like. Dude, this looks shady. I'm in a fucking parking lot of a drive-through coffee yeah. shop. Yeah,
1: like a like it a. It was a an one, afternoon, though, right? I mean, it's not. It's yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah it wasn't yeah. It. it? was afternoon. Fair but money. I was just
0: laughing. Like I was like, all right, I'll pull my car because I know the amp is big. It's this huge, heavy amp It weighs, yeah. it weighs like sixty pounds. Yeah. And um, so I was like, all right, I pull my car up. I pop my trunk. Yeah. He pops his trunk. I look at him like, cool. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> give him <the> money. <laughs> it's just kind of funny oh, when funny. you kind of
1: look at it. Yeah, and while I was down there, I hit up uh, Jimmy Oak because it was his birthday. You know, oh, you, yeah, most you, birthdays, you know, to me. They mm-hmm. so invited me over. Said, Guess where we had dinner at? Denny's. You got it, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we had dinner and He's like, dude, we gotta get you guys out here to some, some karaoke. He's all about karaoke. He found this little place, and he's just uh, singing and dra- Dude, he's friends with a Chad Limbray. I don't know if you guys know that name. we you look him on IMDb, he was Jesse in the Fast and Furious, the first one.
2: What? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Waller,
1: one that does it, the one that dies, you know? Uh-huh. The one that drives the white Jetta. Spoiler. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Who insists on wanting to race a Honda S2000? Yeah. The
1: guy's racing S2000. I'll beat him, you know? Yeah, and he's like, where's he going? He's going to go to the car wash. <laughs> go fetch my car. Fetch your car. I get to recite that movie too. <laughs> no, but yeah, it was cool to hang out with his family again and and, and, and talking. He hated Batman Super Superman. He hated it. Oh, really? He was, yeah. He like the one of the, the ladies I worked there was like, "Hey, have you seen Batman? Superman? He's like, "Oh, it's terrible. Don't waste your time. Oh, the story's terrible. I'm like, "Man, this movie's. It's it's got people. You know, it's 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 kind of interesting how people love it, hate it. The critics hated it. You know.
0: Yeah, it's pretty. Uh,
1: so Yeah, the second week's gonna be very interesting. How much it makes, you know, word of mouth of people are just going, "Oh, fuck, it's terrible." But there's people like my, like Scott, my is like, I want to, I want to go see it because it, it's because it's, they're, they're saying how terrible it is. I'm like, well, that's just dumb, <laughs> you know. What I, you, you know, I, I can't help but
0: wonder. It can't be that much worse than the last Avengers movie that kind of got a pass. Like,
1: I mean, you're not a big fan of it, you know.
0: No, I mean, and you were talking about it, you were like, I, I've seen it, I've only seen it once. trying to rewatch it, kind of boring, kind, I mean, kind of forgetful, like. Uh, like I watch
1: that Silver World trailer? I'm fucking back in it again, though. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just that fatigue, I guess you know. Yeah. But yeah, no. But shout out to Art. Like I said, my buddy Art, man. Like, hey, you're always welcome, cool. pal. Come on, you know. Yeah, sure. yeah, we haven't had a guest on the show in a while. It's been a while, yeah. So, like I said, he can. uh He knows this. He knows his comics, man. So, like I guess I was trying to get Hellboy. I wanted. I asked him if he's seen Batman v Superman. He hasn't seen it yet either. So i like to get his opinion on the con- on the comic. I, don't, I think, he, in fact, he did see Deadpool. That's right. He said he loved it. Um, so. But yeah, I think that wraps up another episode of the Bad Boys Podcast. Episode 305 is in the books. we just randomly ranting on all things movies. I'm the five-foot assassin, knocking fleas off your collar. <laughs> Fonzo saying we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, Bad Boys for Life. If <abyte> <makes> you can't extend it, then
2: you might as well suspend it. If you can't braid it, best thing to do is fade it. I actually did your hair You tell me, Diane, maybe if you were you and just you. talk to you, maybe. But I